Welcome to Urban Prince Leadership Lessons brought to you by BrettAndersonConsulting.com. And now here's your host, Brett Anderson. And welcome back to another podcast. We are on episode 142, season 3. And I'm spending tonight looking at the uh, 54th annual PDK poll on public attitudes on public schools. And it's actually taken from the Capin issue. Uh, Capin, Connecting Education Research Policy and Practice. And this is issued September 2022. So I just got this in the mail here. And it's their educators poll from 2022. Here they do a poll. And this is their 54th annual poll. And they're calling it the PDK poll of the attitudes toward the public schools. Uh, local public school ratings rise even as the teaching profession loses ground. Like I said, this is in the September issue, so if you want to read the full article, uh, you may do so because we won't definitely won't get it all unpacked tonight, but I want to try and just share the highlights of it and uh, most of it at least so you can kind of get an idea of what the poll came back like. Uh, let me read some of what they started with of the views of public schools. Uh, Americans' ratings of their community's public schools reached a new high dating back 48 years in this year's PDK poll of the public's attitudes toward public schools. While fewer than ever express interest in having their child work as a public school teacher, uh, maybe because of the pandemic, pandemic and the recent issues of uh, uh, discussing pay and other things as so. Results of the 54th annual PDK poll tell a tale of conflicted views of public schools. Local ratings are at nearly a five-decade high, and a majority have trust and confidence in teachers. Yet there's wide recognition that the challenges they face make their job sadly undesirable. Uh, maybe because people had to homeschool, and they were doing virtual school, and I've heard from a lot who wanted them back in school, and it was important to have their kids in school and they understood the importance of a teacher's job and how much work it was to actually teach. Uh, so maybe some of that realization was coming through in that. Uh, let me continue reading. Just 37% of the respondents to the National Random Sample Survey would want a child of theirs to become a public school teacher in their community. Only 37%. That's fewer than have said so uh, when they were asked 13 times in PDK polls since 1969. It compares with 46% in 2018 and a high 5% in 1969 and a long-term average of 60%. So only 37% said they would want their child to be a public school teacher. Uh, interesting. Uh, the reasons for this reluctance are varied. Among the 62% who would not want their child to take up teaching, 29% cite pay and benefits. Uh, 26% the difficulties, demands, and stress of the job. 23% a lack of respect being valued, and 21% a variety of other shortcomings just among public school parents, slightly more. 38% cite poor compensation. Um, and then they go on to talk about 54% uh, of all adult, adults give an A or a B grade to the public schools in their community. Um, the highest scores since uh, PDK polls in 1974. So that's actually up. 10 points uh, and up since the question was asked in 2019. The previous high was 53% in 2013. 
the boost in confidence in public schools occurred among non-parents only among K through 12 public school parents uh, ratings of the local public schools are down six points from three although that's not a statistically significant change given sample sizes on another major public school parents are slightly less apt to give their child's own school an A or a B um, compared to 2019 68% versus 75% as typically the case, the nation's schools as a whole are rated far less positively with A's and B's from 23% of, uh, uh, of all adults and 30% of public school parents, both generally in line with previous results. While most people think that their local schools are okay, their perception that schools elsewhere are subpar uh, poisons the pot. And some of that might be national news because we see a lot of stories anytime something happens in a school or in a school building like the high poverty building I was in, it was they loved to do stories on the neighborhood or things around us that weren't even connected directly to the school, but they would somehow connect it to the school. Uh, and it would be our job to actually tell them what the school was doing to help our students and community and um, to change that message that was going out and change that narrative that was not always the most positive sometimes uh, about our school, which wasn't a true reflection of what was happening in the school. Uh, let me jump around a little bit here. <clears throat> the next session was trust and confidence in communities, public school teachers, and they have a uh, they um, named this muted confidence in teachers. Overall, sixty three percent of adults expressed trust and confidence in the public school teachers in their community, increasing to seventy two percent of public school parents. That trust is somewhat muted, however, just 16% overall say they have a great deal of trust and confidence in their community's teacher, and 47% express a good amount of trust. Um, one specific, uh, on specific subject areas, moreover, trust in teachers subsides, ranging from 56% for teaching U.S. history, and we know that's been in the news uh, a lot lately, especially with different parties, uh, political affiliations, and in general, to 38% for teaching issues related to gender and sexuality. Anywhere from 44% to 50% express trust in public school teachers on a range of other topics. These include how the history of racism affects America today, racial and ethnic diversity in society, media literacy, uh, students' social and emotional growth, and civics. Trust in teachers on these topics generally is higher among public school parents than among all adults by 11 points on history generally, the history of racism, specifically in social and emotional growth, uh, 10 points on diversity, and a slight 7 to 8 percent, or 8 points on the other areas. And then let's see, jumping ahead a little bit, support for proposed uh, security measures, and there's been a lot of discussion on security uh, with school shootings, and they talk a little bit of the aftermath of May 24th in Uvalde, Texas. Um, there's continued uh, support for various security measures due to that. Uh, let's see, 80% support placing armed police officers on duty when classes are in session and screening all students for mental health problems, essentially as many as are as many. 78% uh, support placing metal detectors at all school entrances. Uh, it's a different story on allowing teachers and staff to arm themselves. Support falls to 45% and 55% opposed. Uh, when examining how many of these respondents strongly support any of these measures, the drop in support is steep, suggesting that the public doesn't see them as a panacea 
views among public school parents are similar to those among adults overall, with one difference in strength of sentiment. 58% of parents strongly support armed police officers in schools, compared with 45, 49% of all adults. And the, these results are similar to the 2018 PDK poll, which asked the same questions of public school parents after the mass shooting at uh, Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida. Likewise, results among all adults on allowing teachers to carry guns in school are virtually the same now in a Pew Research uh, survey of April 2021. In addition to being the only measure to draw majority opposition, allowing teachers and staff to arm themselves also is the only item on which more Americans are strongly opposed. 34% then strongly in favor, 21% strongly opposition is the single digits on all their suggested measures. Uh, and they go on to talk more about that. Um, it would, the, the real interest, of course, was on school safety and what they could do to improve uh, the safety in schools. And it seemed like the main um, the main issue on that was uh, security officers and armed police officers on campus. Um, that seemed to be the big thing. And then, of course, you could get highly into the debate on weapons and so on, but we're not going to do so. Uh, continuing their poll, let's go to the last section. And the last section was support for proposed security majors by political um, affiliation and ideology. And then they just broke it down. Um, I'm not going to get into too much of the details on that. I'll let you look up the article if you're really interested in seeing the political divide. Um, I think we have enough of that already in the nation. And we need to be working together more than working apart, for sure. Um but they do talk about how that is influencing uh, a lot of the school issues and uh, things that are happening in our schools, uh, the strong uh, political affiliations and the uh, ideologies that are affecting how people uh, view um, schools and what we can do to help schools um, and the differences in education uh, related to this. Um, but you can look at the full article um, in general, it's interesting that the um, schools are up, and um, and it's no surprise that uh, people are not necessarily wanting their kids to be school teachers with some of the things that we're still dealing with and that uh, uh, teachers are having to uh, uh, deal with on a daily basis. I have been seeing some really good teachers right now. I still coach uh, student teachers and have some tomorrow. I actually have some all week and I will be continuing to do so and I do that for two universities and it's really interesting that I'm getting into some rooms right now and I'm seeing some amazing uh, teaching and I'm seeing some amazing things happening with these teachers these are the things that don't come out in the polls these are the things that don't come out in the surveys that don't come out in the news and I've been picking up some really good uh, strategies uh, uh, even strategies I didn't even know as a principal and as an instructional leader and some of those I'd like to share uh, in some future episodes because I'm seeing some really good uh, teaching and things that I feel like need to be shared and uh, some good strategies that I think you'll be interested in and they fit with positive behavior supports and building relationships with students and meeting some of their social emotional needs and doing a lot of the things that we are trying to do at this point and at this time and uh, there's some really good things happening though and that's the main the main issue so despite any of the surveys or polls that are coming out uh, there's still some really good things happening in education 
And as a school leader, I want you to continue to work on promoting those uh, positives within your buildings. And I want to go ahead and wrap up tonight with a uh, quote, of course. And our quote is, the first responsibility of a leader is to define reality. The last is to say thank you. In between, the leader is a servant. And that's Max Dupree. That was from Max Dupree, Words of Wisdom. So keep promoting effective leadership through productive culture changes. And until next time, let's remember to stay positive. You've been listening to Urban Principle. Leadership lessons brought to you by BrettAnderson Consulting.com.